Hey everyone, welcome back to the Salt Boys podcast, episode six here. I'm Alex Rockoff. We got Tim Finnerty over here. And it is uh, about 6.20 p.m. on December 14th, um, Saturday night. We got, what is there, nine games tonight? Yeah, there's a bunch. Um, yeah, so uh, which, which one do you want to talk about first? The first one, I'd love to talk about Boston versus Florida. Uh, Bob Rossi playing well, better Better is the right word. Better as of late. As he should be. Yes, he should be. That's right. Uh, I think last game he let in two goals on about 30 shots. So he's played better to their home today. Um, they're, uh, Bob versus Halak. Um, we still do like the Bruins in this situation. Tried to find a way to put pasta in, but he's super expensive. So I uh, really think that hopefully Boston does pretty well tonight. Uh, but could see this uh, being a pretty high-scoring game. Bob versus Halak. Yeah, and um, you know, like you said about not being able to pit Pasternak in, you know, he's one of those guys that you could rely on a lot to get those five shots per game. But um, looking at the last few games, um, he's shooting at the same pace as Marshawn, so you know, maybe we get one from him. And um, looking back, he he's been goalless in his last ten. Ooh, um, so that's that, that sounds like that sounds like he's due for a goal here. Um, um, I guess kind of also going on this game, we're not going with Florida, but um. It is. We just want to note that uh, Huberto actually plays pretty well against Boston. His last five games against Boston, three goals, eight assists. They're, so they're hope, home, you know, first backup goaltender. Can, yeah. can put in a couple points. But um, you know, just for the price, I think we you know want to avoid Florida there. Um, want to do next one? Your uh, your hometown boys. Oh man, Detroit versus uh, the Canadians. We finally got a win. Yeah, that was big. I think after you, 11 you straight. Gotta, you yeah. got to win. I got to win. But the Red Wings finally got to win, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, I, I think tonight, like, Mantha's coming back. Anthony Sioux's, uh coming back. Um, Larkin hopefully not feeling as ill as he was the other night. Uh, Zadina on the second line here. You know, I, I'm a Red Wings fan, so when I see Zadina sitting at 3,000, it's tough <laughs> not to play him. So he's playing with Mantha tonight. Um, thought this could be a little bit of a, a, a sneaky play here. Red Wings getting some of their scoring depth back. Um, you know, really trying to find themselves. And Carey Price uh, is well-rested. I will give them that. Um, you know, and he's been pretty good recently, too. But I think on some nights, you, you know, you have to, to take the risk in playing the, the team that is one of the least likely to probably score much of points. That's how you end up winning some of them. So. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of go along with that. You know, definitely, I think a lot of people are probably going to pick Montreal yes. here. The percent is going to be pretty high. So by taking Detroit, you know, you can get some of the guys that are might only be like one to three percent owned and if they have a good game you're going to shoot up in the standings you look at some of these websites that where you can look at different lineups and they're putting prices like a must start so you know there's some value in like thinking outside the box a bit here too and that's how you can win some of these bigger tournaments so hopefully tonight that's the night there's a reason for him being a must start in his last three games um looks like he's three and oh only give up 1.34 goals against and uh last 15 against detroit I know you don't want to hear this. Oh, but I don't want to hear it. Gary <laughs> Price is thirteen and two, only giving up one point six six goals per game. Oh, man, well, but you got to buck the average. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm thinking. You know, you got to come back to the average around two or so. So like, he'll let up four or five tonight. And he's eight one tonight too. So I yeah. think it's a you know, if you if you're looking for a more expensive, probably safer play, I would say Price is probably a, a decent option tonight. Um, but hopefully, uh, he doesn't get the. We're win. gonna go against the trend <laughs> yeah. here. Um, on to Toronto at Edmonton. Do you know what the over is on this one? 
because this is smelling like a six six five game. I mean, I don't. I have little confidence in either one of these goalies right now. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't start any of these goalies. No, Frederick Anderson against Miko Koskinen. Um, you know, both playing pretty solid goaltending so far this year. But and I was watching the Maple Leafs game two days ago. Um, he let up three straight goals on three shots in the third period. I'm, um, the reason to watch this game is the the Matthews versus McDavid. But other than that, like yeah, I'm not too excited to see the goalies play. <laughs> no, not at all. And um, you know Edmonton's uh, kind of been struggling a little bit in their last five games. Um, they're one in four. Um, in three of those losses, they gave up six, six, and five goals. So, um, you know, with a high-powered offense like Toronto, we're kind of liking them here. Yeah, we did throw them in one of our lineups, which I'll go over. Yes, yes, and um, you know. When you're playing Toronto, it's one thing to note, you know, you always want to get that power play or the same line power play stack. Um, you got William Nylander and Austin Matthews on a line together. They're on the first power play unit. And then John Tavares and Mitch Marner play together um, and on a, on a line, even Shrink line, and they're on the same power play. We were talking about this a little bit ago. It's the it's the age-old question. <laughs> it's the question of the, the Maple Leafs in terms of playing DFS. Like, who do you, who do you rather... Who do you rather, like Nylander, Matthews, or Tavares, Marner? That's an interesting. You're you're paying a little bit more for the Marner, uh, for the excuse me, the Matthews combo, but you know it, it's really about you know personal preference on that point. And Matthews to me is slightly a little bit more inconsistent. Yeah, and I think, um, not that not to knock William Nylander, but I think as far as a talent level, he's below Tavares and Marner. Yes. So you kind of even it out. You get two better players, um, as opposed to, you know. Matthews, who's the goal scorer, um, and then Nylander, who isn't as talented, I think by going to uh, Tavares Marner, you get better value there, especially, and they're cheaper, so. Yeah. Um, one other quick stat, um, in the last six games, uh, Toronto versus Edmonton, um, Toronto's outscored the Oilers 23-12, to 12, and big Toronto's power play was 6 for 16, so that's why we like, uh, like that stacked power play right there. Um, you know, we looked at like the Flyers versus Minnesota a bit too. Um, Minnesota has been playing better as of late too. You know, they started off the season pretty bad, and someone that we'd pick on, even Salock, uh, uh, if I saw his name pop up, I'm likely to pick exactly. <laughs> the boards against him. He's kind of been their legitimate starter yeah, this year. He's he's filled in well. He's playing well. He's um four and zero at home this year. Oh, that's great. One point five six goals against. That's yeah. pretty good. Um. You know, just fun fact here um, on Flyers, uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, his last two games against Minnesota has five goals. Thought about considering playing yeah. him, but, you know, he doesn't have great line mates. He's playing on the third line. Just didn't think there was great value there. Yeah, Flyers are a little bit banged up in the forward spot, too, so they've had to jumble up their lines. And I think that's what it comes down to a lot at the end of the day. It's like how even we'll talk about Vancouver in a little bit where they shuffle their lines, too, where we like the Boser-Pedersen connection. They no longer play on the same line. So, you know, that, does that devalue them a little bit? Probably, but uh, we'll get to them in a little bit. Yeah, and um, another game we avoided, um, LA Kings at Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, no I interest. Mean, Kings have no, in our opinion, no daily fantasy value here you know they're not they're not scoring well they're not doing great and then pittsburgh is a team you might play but they're banged up they're they have a ton of injuries there and you know don't really think they're worth playing here but um on to chicago 
at yeah. St. Louis Blues, and this is a game we did. We were, were pretty interested in tonight, yeah. playing a lot of lineups. St. Louis, like outside of, I mean, Tarasenko's obviously not in the lineup, and that's a it's a different team when you have Tarasenko in there. But you know, they're the value of some of these uh, top six forwards on St. Louis is, is there for DFS. Yeah, and um, yeah, they're all uh, you know on that first um, power play unit. You got Jane Schwartz, five thousand. Braden Shen, four point nine thousand. Um, they play in the first line together in the first power play, and then David Perron is five five, Ryan O'Reilly's five one, um, and they're on the second line. But that's a good all, price all for O'Reilly. Like... Yeah, that's really good. And I mean, he he hasn't been doing too much in the last few games. Only two assists in his last five. He hasn't really been shooting a lot. So yeah. um, that's why we're kind of liking Schwartz and Shen a little bit more there. But um, kind of going back between uh, this historic rivalry between Chicago yeah. and St. Louis. Um, Last time they played, St. Louis won four nothing, and um, over the last seven games um, versus these two teams, St. Louis power play is eight for twenty two, while Chicago's power play is only two for fifteen. Um, looking back at last few games, Chicago hasn't really been playing that well. Um, they lost all three and gave up five goals, five goals, and four goals. So we're hoping, you know, these guys can pot a couple goals here and get some good value. Yeah, and I think especially with Chicago too, they're going through I don't see like a kind of a miniish rebuild, where you know Kane Taves uh, Taves slowing down a little bit. Kane, Kane still Kane, Kane still <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. But then the D two, you look at Duncan Keith Seabrook. That's not the the D pair that you uh, you know seven eight years ago you were well, Duncan Keith's a Norris Trophy candidate. You know, so I think especially as they get older, uh, don't be afraid to to play against the Blackhawks. Yeah. Um. Totally agree. Kind of team, especially in that division, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's tough in the central. There's so like every team seems like a playoff team. Yeah. So it's you know, obviously only um, four or five of those teams can make the playoffs. So there's always going to be a few teams that aren't. So it's tough when you got to play those elite teams. Um, Devils at Arizona. Um, Mackenzie Blackwood. That's really the fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hasn't been great. Uh, and Taylor Hall not playing tonight. He'll be traded somewhere. Uh, let the speculation begin. Probably a decent haul. And frankly, he might be playing, uh, the, well, the Devils playing against Arizona, and Arizona could be a, a fit for him, too. I was just about to ask, where do you think he's going to end up? I mean, it's the cap space, right? And I think the question, the question is, um, are the Devils going to trade him and Taylor Hall sign a contract immediately with the team that is being traded to? I think that's going to really factor in the overall compensation coming backwards. Yeah, exactly. Because if he's just a rental, you know, yeah. he won't get as much. But if you know, it's um, sign and trade or Colorado know. has some space too. It's like, but do you want to that's, spend ten million on oh, him? And like, my God, yeah, if Colorado has him, if Colorado gets Hall. I don't see how they don't win the Stanley Cup. I they're, think goaltending is potentially a question, but still, even then, like and, and when you can score five goals a game, it doesn't really matter who you have in that. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of looking at the Devils without Hall, um, I think a lot of people might be playing Arizona. I can see that. Especially Darcy Comfer, who's been playing pretty well. Um, one thing to note is he's 8.3 thousand, which is one of the highest. I think the highest is 8.4 for uh, DraftKings. Um <clears throat> But um yeah just you know kind of looking at their lines they don't really have they don't really have a good good chemistry with their lines where they they mix up or they get um matching guys on the same line and the power play together so um 
it's tough to kind of play those guys. Yeah, and I like Comper. Like, I think he's a good goalie. It's just tough to play the uh, Coyotes here. It's, you know, Blackwood not the best, but don't love the lines, like you said, with, with Coyotes overall. Yeah. Yeah, but if you do, if you were to get Hall in there, it could, could oh. change it a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, last game of the night, Vancouver Canucks at San Jose Sharks. Yeah, love just love seeing Aaron Dell in that. Like, that that should be your number one factor when evaluating goalies. If you see Aaron Delanet play, play, exactly. play the opposite team. <laughs> kind of reminds me, you know, going back to former um, San Jose goalie, but uh, Niemi, um, you know, he was a goalie we kind of bullied on yeah. the last few years. Oh, he was terrible. He was bad. I mean, <laughs> he, he, was a, he was an okay goalie at the start of his career, yeah. but at the tail end, like, man, he was giving up a ton of goals. Yeah. Um, Aaron Dell has, uh, has played eight games this year, given up over three goals against... He's also under ninety percent, uh, ninety save percentage. Um, so, uh, you know, we're definitely liking the Canucks here a lot. I thought the price on Dell was a bit much too. He's seven point eight, which has which means they're they're the favorite because mm-hmm. they have Markstrom at seven five, which I think is a great price, that, especially if you think they're gonna win. Yeah, and that's who we're playing tonight. Uh, or one of the goaltenders is Markstrom. You know, he's played pretty solid. San Jose doesn't overall scare me. Like Burns hasn't played that well. Carlson hasn't played that well. Like they're not a team that I'd be too afraid of, to be honest. Yeah, and um, San Jose's actually lost their last five, um, and in those games they gave up six, three, five, seven, and three goals. So, you know, a ton of potential here for Vancouver to score a lot of goals. The only thing I will say about Vancouver is I, I do I liked the lineup situation that they had before with the, mm-hmm. the two the top two lines. Now they've kind of broken it out a bit more, which is which is okay. But you know, top line looks like or one of the one of the lines is Pearson, Horvath, and, and Levo, and then the second one is Miller, Pedersen, uh, Rutanen. A third line: Roussel, Godet, and Boser. I really, really wish Boser was on Pedersen's line. <laughs> yeah, and I'm you know and I'm shocked they kind of did that there. You know. You know, teams sometimes do that to try to get um, maybe the third line scoring. But um, looking here, Antoine Roussel on the third line has three goals in his last five games. So it's not like that line yeah. isn't scoring. Um, you'd think you'd want to have that stacked line of Miller, Pedersen, and Boser. Um, but we are liking the price there on uh, JT Miller and Elias Pedersen. Um, you know, at 6700 Yeah, Still not bad um, prices for guys that are playing 20 minutes a game. Pedersen's great too. Play him against Dell. I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Six seven. A little bit. A little bit much, but going to do it. Yeah. But with Dell in, we're hoping one of these guys, Potsa Hattie, gets us some points there. <laughs> um. So yeah. So this is games tonight. Let's uh, pick a, pick two lineups tonight, right? Two lineups. Um. Two lineups. Which which one do you want to go over first? Um, the more practical lineup probably makes sense. We'll go with the practical one. <laughs> I like how that. <laughs> Uh, all right, more practical. We'll call it lineup. Uh, so we did go Pedersen, uh, and then JT Miller <coughs> in Vancouver. Um, like them against Dell, like we said. Um, we threw in Tyler Myers too. Um, you know, looking for like a, a lower value defenseman who can still get some blocks and some shots. You know, the past you know last game he played twenty one minutes. The game before that twenty six minutes. Before that twenty four. He's logging a lot of minutes. So like the opportunity for him to block some of these perimeter shots. And he's the on point. the second second power play unit too. So he's gonna get some time there. And at three three, you really you really can't beat that. 
Um, we went Markstrom uh, as our tender tonight in that uh, from Vancouver. Uh, and then uh, we said we, you know, we, we did like the Toronto-Edmonton game. Uh, we went with Marner and Tavares. Tavares, 7,000. Marner, 6-1. 6-1 is, is a bit of a steal, I think. For, I know. He's, I remember last year he was always in the upper 7,000. Sometimes he was 8,000. So, yeah. you know, as long as he's in that price range, we're going to continue to play him. Yeah. And then uh, kind of rounding it out here, we went with uh, some of our St. Louis guys. We did uh, Shen, uh, Shorts. Shorts is only 5K. Shen's 4-9. Uh, and then we also uh, threw in uh, Falk uh, from St. Louis too, um, so yeah, he's logging some minutes. He's three point. Uh, he's three thousand three hundred. Uh, you know, really like in the defense, one of the more basic strategies is like now that they're valuing blocks um, at a different level than before in terms of you getting three extra points for three blocks. Like that kind of changes the game with some of these stay at home defensemen or people that might chip in some some blocks here on the PK or play uh, lower lower value minutes but can still get in the way of the puck. Yeah, and uh, liking that lineup a lot. And then we also went with a little more riskier one. Um, this one definitely has... Team's Red Wing bias in got there. It, got it. But um, you know, we kind of mentioned uh obviously the Bruins haven't been playing well recently, but we know they're a good team and they're gonna bounce back eventually. So went with um Bergeron and Marchand um from Boston there. Um we also we liked Vancouver so much that we had to play them in both lineups, so we yeah. kept um the Pedersen, Miller, and then Markstrom and Nett. Um uh, couldn't get Myers in there because uh, no, we we, like we spent too, spent too much on Boston there, <laughs> but um the last team we went with is uh Detroit Red Wings um like Tim was mentioning you got Mantha and Zadina on the second line um Zadina is only three thousand he put up three points three last points. game so you know for that price hopefully he can uh you know if he's only been you know charging three thousand you know as long as you get a couple shots and maybe get an assist or a goal there you yeah. get good value there. And- you with Mantha coming back tonight, um, should be well rested. Maybe shake off a little bit of the rust. He's from the from the area too in the Montreal, Quebec area. So, like Tim tonight as well. Yeah, and then um, you know we only had uh, five thousand dollars left for two defensemen, <laughs> so kind of just Bottom threw arrow. a few defensemen in there. But I uh, got Cernak and uh, from Tampa Bay and uh, Hutton from L.A. Um, you know Hutton's, you know I'm pretty sure Hutton's getting twenty plus minute. Um, Cernak, uh, he's averaging 19, like, yeah, that's and, pretty good. And he's a guy, you know, he shoots the pucks, you hope he'll block shots, so he'll get some good value, um, there, you know, at that point. Hopefully, like you said, we just get someone that gets three blocks and they're worth it. Some of these defensemen at like the, the lowest level that you can pay for a player, which is 2,500, are just have some extreme value, like, especially in like in the D realm, like, you, you see it a little bit in the, in the forwards, but. When you're looking at D, you can get some good value at the two five. So tonight we we flexed a little bit more money towards the Boston uh, Vancouver route, but you know didn't really have much left on D. But you can still find value at the at the lowest rung in the D. Yeah, so um, that's that for tonight. Hopefully, uh, you guys can get some lineups in if you're not too uh, shit faced from uh, drinking at SantaCon all day. Um, all right, well, everyone enjoy your Saturday nights. See you guys next time. Thanks, everyone.